0: Live Australia's number one geek pop culture podcast and web series. I'm your host Todd Bailey. Joining me on the podcast today, Wake up to On Pots and Pans, and our special guest, Sidekick Geek Speak Boy Wonder Brendan. That's right. I'm back. <sighs> Did you miss me? We're all back. Well I,
1: I haven't seen you for a while since before you left. Anyway, yeah, so. but you,
0: you guys have been po- um, not, not you and Ginge, but you and and Steve Muller, yes, host of Sidekick. Sidekick, yes. Uh, you guys have been podcasting while I've been gone. Ginge took a little break. We knocked a couple break. out while you're away. Yeah. And we podcasted. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, I um, right. <laughs> I had a lovely break, Gingy. Yeah, well, that's nice. It was nice. You yeah. were stuck at work, you poor bastard. I was over traversing the UK and, and Ireland. And I
2: probably had more fun
0: than you did. I don't know. Actually, I know. It was pretty good. I mm-hmm. did Paris as yeah. well. I was in the city of love, Gingy. By yourself or no, no, I had you a, and three guys. Uh, yeah, yeah that's mates. really romantic, man. It wasn't meant to be romantic, sir. Well, why, why are you in the city of love with three guys... <laughs> Tell you what, though, quite nice. I, did, uh, I didn't get into it because we were on a very tight schedule with the tour. Went past a, uh, a comic shop in France, in Paris, okay. which mm. was kind of cool. But I'd say I hit a heap of comic shops up yep. in, in throughout the UK. Yeah, I see your photos. You've been you've been
2: doing a bit of a, a comic shop sort of... Tour. Uh, Recon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I Entourage. Did. I did. I'm
0: just going to get on the account now and go, can I claim that's for business? <laughs> um, but I, did, I went to the what everyone classes as the Holy Grail in London, which mm. is uh, Forbidden Planet. Yeah. And I'll, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. It's not that impressive. You've been There's, there before that, I have. You, this yeah. is my second time. Uh, a couple of the other boys that were on the trip with me hadn't been there. Mm-hmm. And um, the, from the outside, you go, ooh, Because it's like three cool. stories tall or two. something. It's, it's, two it's, it's, it's a uh, street level and you've got a basement level, which is the street level. And this is very, um, this essentially sums up comic book stores in the UK, yeah. especially the Forbidden Planet Chains. Most of them are either upstairs downstairs. So, uh, like, two, two levels. You either walk in on the street level and go yep. down, mm-hmm. or you walk in the street level and then go up. Okay. But... That's how two stories usually work. Yes, yes, shut up. What I'm saying, though, is (laughs) (laughs) I've got jet lag. Fuck up. What I'm saying is you walk in on the street level to collectibles. Okay. No comics. You walk in. It's <laughs> Keep just. they <that> <laughs> they It's just. The it's all your Doctor Who paraphernalia, your statuettes, your action figures, shirts, yeah. all that kind of all stuff. All the stuff right? that's you're,
1: very in at the moment. Your pop too.
0: heroes, all that kind of stuff. You either go downstairs to the comics and graphic novels, or you go upstairs to the comics. And graphic Depending on the shop, okay. Okay. And get this, they're not wheelchair friendly. You if you're if you're a disabled person in a wheelchair, or if you, you need like one of those assisted walkers mm-hmm. or something like mm-hmm. that, you're up shit creek because they don't have lifts. Or anything like that, you have to go up, up and down flights of stairs. So then, like in Australia, we kind of we're a bit different. We most of our comic books, I guess, in can England, cater to to uh, you know, like the disabled folk. Um, but yeah, over there you, you don't. I guess you, in England, if you're in a wheelchair, you're not a comic
2: fan, comic book fan.
0: Well, that's it must. Be you how just don't have me. access. Tell you what, though, the day I got screw off,
2: Charles and Xavier
0: wouldn't <laughs> it? Yeah. The day I got off the plane um, at Heathrow, trained into Earls Court. We were staying at Earls Court. I get off the train. And it is a sea of superheroes, um, TV characters, everything else. I'm like, what the fuck? Cosplay has exploded. Cosplay, at the train it was the station. London uh, Comics and, and Movie Expo mm-hmm. when it was mm-hmm. on. Oh, that. Because you messaged me, and go, dude, this is. on. I'm like, I'm standing <laughs> in the midst of it. Um, didn't get in there myself because it was at the tail. We got in there like at the tail end of the day, so yeah. it was just shutting up for the day. Okay, but the people in cosplay, I saw. So, Hands down Some of the best cosplay I've seen in my life Walking around Earl's Court Cool um, Which was phenomenal And in Earl's Where you go through The the train station there The tube station On the opposite side There is a target. There's the blue box oh, right. And it's a proper one It's a it's proper not, one It's not, a, it's it not a, prop. a So I had a photo I was like um, I sent it to the lovely Lasko and I found him He's in Earl's Court <laughs> um, Yeah is, so Was it locked? Yes oh. Yes But you can have well, how, photos how you, Posing beside it How, and how are you
2: else. supposed To be able to call the police yeah, well, If it's a I, locked I box I don't think
0: it's for that Oh. I, I don't know. I didn't ask any locals. Is it you know? Is it still used or not? But anyway, it's sitting there, and um, yeah. So I got off, and I was like, "This is so cool." And there's people wandering in with handfuls of comics and collectibles and awesome cosplay. And, and I was just like, "Damn!" If I had a got in, like you know. A couple of hours earlier, I would have headed along and checked that out. It well, you shouldn't have stayed cool. so long in bloody Singapore. I couldn't help that. That wasn't up to me. Um, but I tell you what, also, um, I was doing a personalised pub tour through... Because um, <laughs> you know what I'm like. I'm an alpha, I did alpha. say
1: to you when I first came in before, I'm like, so how are you, know, you drank your way around
0: Europe? <laughs> well, I did. But this is the thing. Everyone goes, oh, we saw you put a lot of posts up about comic book stores. And I'm like, did you see my other post? Every other post I put up was me at a distillery or a brewery. <laughs> so I mixed comics and beer. And 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 whiskey together, but it was great. We we're doing this personalized pub tour, and the tour guide found out when we we're talking in the first or second pub, and because yeah, he takes these nice little historical hole in the wall pubs around, um, you know, uh, Piccadilly Circus yep. and all those kind of places mm-hmm. there. And he goes, "Oh, you know, what are you into?" And I said, oh, "Comics." Oh, okay. So we're walking from one pub to the next. We're going through Soho, and you know, a bit of an upmarket kind of area for London, right there. And, and next minute, he stops the tour, and there's Gosh Comics, mm-hmm. and he goes, "I'm stopping the tour here." And he, he, he looks over me and he goes, "Off you go. You got that. 10, <laughs> yeah, ten, fifteen minutes. Go and have a look. You know. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna stop the tour here while you go. I'm like, you sure? He goes, "Go." Yeah. Um, so he must be a comic fan. He too. was great. He, he he was awesome. So he um, stopped the tour and, and just did a bit of local history stuff around that oh, wow. area while I, and me and, and actually Dan, one of the boys on the tour with me, he's like, "I'm going across for Todd to have a look at this." Oh, yeah. So we went in. It was a bit of a different type of store. You go. It's once again upstairs, down, uh, upstairs downstairs. It was a basement level. She walked in the 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 street level store. looked like a bookstore, as in they focused on the graphic novels, art books, all that kind of stuff, and not just your superhero. They had a lot of your independent graphic novels. Um, okay. You know, blankets and all those kind of ones there, you know, um, Black Hole. So that's all on display. It looks very much like a, a, a upmarket a, kind of hipster. There's hipster-ish. a graphic novel about Michael Jackson's kid, yeah. Blanket? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs>
2: Brendan, how did you not know about this? I, I, tell
0: me about it, right? I, I was looking going, okay, this is kind of cool, but where's the comic books? And then you see there's a flight of steps and comics down, you know, and so you walk down and it's very much a basement. It's, it's all like the walls are painted black and, and everything else and all. All the fixtures are black. I like
1: that idea. Hey? And Jack you the Ripper there.
0: used to live <laughs> yeah. there. And here's all the back issue bins and all your new release comics and stuff like that. So it it was a, a different type of store to go into. It's not it almost th-
1: sounds like. they're seems like they're making it kind of a taboo like you know uh, when you used to go into the video stores yep. as a kid and there'd be that back room that had you know your rated adult, stuff, adult yeah. stuff I have no idea what you're and talking about and the art about. films used to <laughs> yeah, be out there too like, it's just like it's putting that taboo around it. but at the moment these things aren't these are what
0: they seem to f- well popular. gosh I guess gosh comics is trying to differentiate itself from other stores in London you like, know because I mean you, you go further like another place I went to then was uh, Orbital Comics now of course that's where uh, Rich the, Johnson podcast. from Bleeding, P- Bleeding Cool he goes there a lot they do their own podcast mm-hmm. um um, you know, Bl- Orbital, I-, I had it built up in my head As a very awesome, cool place to go Honestly, it was Almost like a comic shop that had been stuck in 1991, 92. Mm, it had okay. that old fashioned feel. Um, it just, it, it didn't feel modern. It felt lots of nineties X Men posters. Yeah, like stuff just everywhere. And I was kind of like chromium oh covers. It was it, honestly, it was <laughs> well, there was a lot. There was a lot of that. <laughs> Seriously, the, you know, yeah, it, it just felt like an old fashioned comic book store from the nineties. Like they hadn't quite come into the new which millennium. Could be
1: quite, uh, yeah, which once again they're could probably,
0: be kind of cool, but they're probably doing it to differentiate
2: themselves it's, from it's from yeah. But the problem is. It's not retro enough to be retro. If it was yeah. 80s, then it might be cool retro. But if it's 90s, it's, it's not quite lot, far you know? enough
0: to be retro. No one wants to walk in to see a wall full of Rob Liefeld. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. come on now. <laughs> uh, but, well, I tell you what, I'd sooner see a wall of Rob Liefeld compared to a few other artists that I won't name. But Damn. anyway, um, I must admit... <laughs> I, best comic shop hands down that I went into was in Dublin, and it was mm. an independent store. Like I, I, every major town or city I went into, there was a Forbidden Planet store because they are like the biggest chain across. Are they kind UK. of like, I don't know, say, Game Traders or something so, in Australia? Like that, okay? But, comics? but for comics and collectibles, okay? And, and some of them aren't very big. I mean, one or two of them are on, on par with Kaboom for size, mm-hmm. um, It'll depending on, on the size of your city. So, like, Aberdeen wasn't a massive store, but it was still pretty cool. But um, Dublin, I went, and the first shop I found, not Forbidden Planet, but... A city, a, a store called Sub City Comics, now owned by Robert Curley, who is a writer of great Irish comics. And I bought a whole pile of these Irish comics. Mm. I, bought, geez, I bought a handful back yeah, for you, you. Um, like the League of Volunteers and all that kind of it, thing. It, yeah. It, yeah. They look fantastic, yes, they do. and um, so it was. I had a quick chat to Rob, which great bloke to have a chat to. Sure and the store it was just an awesome little store, about the size of Kaboom, great shop um, up on one of the main street in Temple, the Temple Bar district, so you know, we had a lot of pubs. And, and of course, I found it after frequenting a pub, um, <laughs> so, so you stumbled I, across it. Yeah, I went back there twice. I uh, went back twice to the place, and I just loved it. I thought it was a great little store. And, and like I say, Rob was just a nice bloke to have a, have a chat to. And I'm planning on on because uh, he said to me, "Do you want to take a pile back?" I said, "No, I won't now because you know weight restrictions on your yeah. bag, which really sucks." But he's going to. I'm going to look at uh, buying something, and get them posted across. Cool. And um, yeah, so we're going to put in a little bit of an Irish section because the books, the quality is quite good. But I tell you what, hand on heart, the Australian comic book industry are probably probably in a slightly better position because um, there's like Rob was promoting his own comics there right that the he, he writes, he and, writes. So, and that's through his, his own uh, little publishing house called Atomic Diner yep okay Forbidden Planet that Forbidden Planet in Dublin probably had the best range of local comics yes. they had a, a section dedicated to Irish comics um, but even then a lot of the comics we've talked about this before and, and Dean um, Dean Rankin brought it up about you know, shit comics mm. a lot of those honestly are shit comics and when I talked to one of the staff members I was like oh you've got a range of them here do they sell and he went I can point to you about six books that actually sell the rest of them, just sit there. You know, and it's because the quality's not great. The artwork's, I'll say it, amateurish. Yeah. Um, And I flicked through because I was like, I want to take back as many cool things as I can. And I looked through and I went, ooh, yeah, some of this is crap.
2: Because this trip was almost like a fact finding mission for yourself to. Go out and see what the local comic oh, industry is like in the UK. I did
0: that in the US a couple of years yeah, ago when yeah. we were there. I've done that twice. Last time I was in the UK, I, I did the same thing. I had a look around. I bought one or two ideas back. This mm. time I went over there and remember I said to you before I went. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, it's a it is a bit of a research mission. Yeah, I came back going Australian comics, independent comics are probably in a better position. Honestly, having and you know, that's that's my and own the, opinion. And, and the quality. The quality, after talking to some of the retailers um, in Scotland as well, yep. guy, I flat out said to one guy in Scotland, I said, where's your local comics? And he said, oh, I've got one here called Saltaire. And I'm like, okay. And he goes, well oh, we've got a couple of others, but they're all shit. Those were he his said it himself. words. Yeah. That was the retailer well. said that to me himself, and I'm like, oh, okay. And I just said out of curiosity, why do you why do you stock them? And he said, oh, because you know they're blokes who shop here or something like that. Yeah. He said we put them on there. He said we don't we don't sell them. He it's, said sometimes we we'll give them away to a tourist or something a, like that. It's a, a favour. Yeah. yeah. Do yeah. it as a favour. You know, which I remember back when I first started saying I was going to stock Australian comics, I did the same thing. And then I had to learn to cut out the crap and stock only the best. And I'm telling you now, even just looking at my shelf here today, there's probably three books that are going off that shelf that won't be stocked again uh, because they're just not up to to par. They don't sell properly. Like They don't sell enough. Mm -hmm. Um, The artwork's a bit amateurish and and they don't present themselves well. So they're going to make room for books like Winner's City, Left Hand Path, From Above, um, Killaroo. Uh, Those books books sell, they're, they're well presented, they're professional looking books, those are getting more of a run on my shelves. And, and that's the thing, I noticed that that was happening in, in, in Ireland, Scotland, didn't, not so much because I didn't really look in London for the indie comics, I was yeah. looking more up around Scotland and Ireland. Um, yeah, and that, honestly... None of their books are uh, color over there.
2: Yeah, the, the covers the covers are color. They, they look but, nice, but and interiors else. is
0: all black, black and, white. and white. Whereas you come back here and you look at Left Hand Path, you look at Mechanical Night, Winter City, they're color. Um, the stuff from Gestalt Publishing, it's color. Majority mm. of it, you know, um, Zombie Cities, color. So Australia's doing pretty good. Um, and I would honestly say, yes, they've got a bigger population over there. They've got better distribution channels. They've got it, all that kind of stuff. But you know what? The books that are in the shops and that are selling. On par, Australian Australian books are on par with those, I and I say. reckon we could. Some of these guys like Pat um, and Craig Bruin and, and even Darren Close. Those books that they produce mm. could be sitting on the shelves over there and probably selling quite well That's in, in Scotland. I mean, Ireland. You can have
1: the best des- distribution in the world, but, but if, if the books' what you're distributing crap. isn't that great, it yeah. doesn't mean anything.
0: That's right, and, yeah. and you know, I'm probably going to get shot for saying. Oh, you know people go, oh, you can't, you can't call books crap. Yeah, you can. Um, and this is the thing: some people put them out, and, and they're like a baby. You, can, you know, you're not allowed to say. Yeah, some people have got. Ugly babies, and you know it's the thing of oh, isn't it a cute baby? And and you've got to bite your tongue from going no, you, your kid looks kind of freaky to be honest. Okay, it- um, yeah, that's it with comics, with especially independent comics. It's, a, it's almost like, oh, you can't say anything nasty about them. But if you don't, if you kind of go, mate, your comic looks a bit amateurish and I don't like the print quality and I, and I, w- I wouldn't sell it in my shop. If you're not upfront front with people, they're never going to learn. They're never going to change, are they? Seriously.
2: Well, it, it's as simple as that. How many times uh, pe- people are, you know, not backwards and coming forward to tell you that a TV show or a movie is shit house? Yeah, can't, exactly. Why yeah. can't you do that with a comic? And yet a lot of a lot more money is spent on those products. Well, not even that. In even the, in the, com-
0: within the comic uh, realm. Mm books from DC and Marvel people are very yes. quick to jump on and go yes. oh jesus the latest issue of supergirl absolute shit yeah. right mm. but if that was a, if if that was um the adventures of i don't know let's just say a superpowered person that came out from some independent little label mm. and you went Jeez, that first issue shit. Oh, you can't say that. It's an independent comic and they're all great and blah, blah, blah. That's the reaction you get. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that that has to stop. Yeah. And retail, and, and that was the thing, talking to some of these retailers over there. And, of course, um, Deadhead Comics in Scotland. I think I've talked about it before <laughs> on the podcast. It really hasn't changed. Uh, it's Gary, just, I believe his name is, the guy who it, runs it. It's just like the comic shop from old um,
2: Space. It is. <laughs>
1: Uh, top like, bloke, just like Scotland's most famous uh, comic writer.
0: Yeah, old bloke. Yeah, exactly. I went back uh, when I was, I was in Edinburgh for for a, a few days. So yeah. I went back two or three times yeah. to, to Deadhead. I actually got you a gift there, Ging. He probably um
2: he, he's probably went. I'm sure I've seen you. <laughs> we yeah. And then gone. I'm pretty sure I've seen you before,
0: man. <laughs> it was um you know it was interesting having a chat to him, but. He was kind of saying the same thing. He's like, there were way too many black and white, you know, stapled together because you photocopied it down the, yeah. the copy shop, <laughs> um, comics around, and he said, they are shit. He said, you just can't stock them. He said, we don't make money off them. Um, what
2: I loved about the Atomic Diner uh, comics when you showed me is that all of them are
0: all same, same size yeah. they the production quality is the same yep. right across a yep. lot of them yep. they are a good looking book and like i say we might even post some photos yeah. on um and give rob a bit of a shout out yeah yeah, See, yeah. i really enjoyed his shop i think and, and if you're ever in dublin here's a plug sub city comics up on dame street in mm-hmm. the temple bar district in dublin city go and have a look and say good day to rob and any friendly stuff i talked to one of the staff members there yeah. when rob wasn't on one day and Top people. And honestly, the Irish, some of the friendliest people you'll ever meet. Some What's of the craziest it? people you'll ever meet, but some of the friendliest. What's it called again, but
2: in the Irish accent?
0: Sob City Comics. There we go. Damn straight Dublin. <laughs> but,
2: uh, but, but what was interesting is a lot of their comics, you were saying to me, uh,
0: are politically charged, have political uh, undertones. You know in how them. in Australia we're starting to see, especially uh, books like um, From Above and and The Crayfish, like superhero books. You know, you've got X, uh, XCT from Sean... Paulette, Um, you know, they're all kind of like a superhero-y type, or not superhero, Mm. but hero. Mm. Um, The books over there, some of the other independent ones that I I did check out, um, everything's historical. It's either based on, you know, the, the Celtic history or... Uh, even the one in the, the book or two I picked up in Scotland were all kind of historical. And then yeah. even Rob's books have still got ties back to the political things yes. that happened in yes. Ireland. Yes. And, yes. and so, you know, there's that whole thing over here about, you know, people uh, have, have had a crack at Darren Close about Killaroo The and cultural, cultural cringe. cringe. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? They're embracing it over there. They are, they're embracing it in a massive way. Yeah. And that's something I think we need to get past here in Australia. That's one thing I will say. Mm. We need to get past that. We need to embrace and make some of these comics a little bit more Aussie because, you know what? Um, tourists and and locals will snap that stuff up because I have a passion for the Celtic history, so I bought a couple that that showcased bits of Celtic history because I love that kind of stuff so i didn 't you know it's not cult- uh, it 's not celtic it wasn 't cultural cringe for me over there to see this stuff you know
2: i guess it 's kind it 's kind of like mission impossible too a think <laughs> no, have, 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 have I know have a think of that movie right yep. it, the, it, 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 it's it 's got that cultural cringe where you go. It was made in it. I want to go to the movies to escape my, my normal life. And yep. I guess maybe, maybe there is a mentality for comics in Australia where I don't want to see what I can see when I look see, out my that door. that raises
1: a big question, though, because how do Americans get by? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because nearly everything is set. In America, yeah, with American actors,
2: but but for American people, they are so patriotic about their country. I suppose, yeah. For Australians, I think we're a little bit. Well, you see, we used to be.
0: Nowadays, I think, we, like even in it's... the um, the late '80s and all that, and even mm. in the early '90s, guys like Gary Chaliner, um, you know, Dave Davies, Glenn Lumsden, the guys who did, you know, Southern Southern, Southern Squadron. Squadron and yep. all that. Those books, Southern Squadron, at one stage was outselling X Men in the news agencies here in Australia, cool, right? those books, and they were based on Aussie characters and all that, because Dark Nebula was another one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That stuff was selling really, really, you know, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. And then we seemed to have gone away from it. It was almost like, oh, you're patriotic about, about your country? Ooh, naughty, naughty, you can't do that. You know, that's frowned upon. Yeah. And I think we need to get past that shit and start show, And like you say, like if Americans are patriotic. I mean, you know, I don't, I'm not saying we should all be out flag-waving and yee-hawing like a lot of the Americans, but I like the fact that they just go... What's wrong with yee-hawing? Yeah. <laughs> I like
2: yee-hawing
1: while like- I'm yee-hawing. <laughs> it's, it's funny though you say about Mission Impossible too, because I've often thought... It's funny. They've taken Bond... Everywhere on the planet, yeah. But Bonds never come to Australia. Why haven't they ever brought him here? And then I stop and think, and it's like, I wouldn't want oh, to see. Would it. I really want to see him getting around Sydney, or d- I don't know? I don't know if I. Are you serious? S-
0: see, part of me, goes, I'd fucking. I mean, love it. I'd, me, I'd be like, no, Part awesome. of me,
2: part of me would love it, but yeah. the There's problem another is another part of me that's kind of like, oh, I don't the, know. The problem is Blofeld would have a secret base inside Airs Rock, <laughs> and we're all going, no, that's not going to happen.
0: But that's where you've got to, you got know, a bit of, uh, was it? Um, suspend your disbelief and... and, and just but, imp- yeah. I, yeah. I, embrace... F- it's fantasy. It's fiction. you got to embrace I think, it. I think for Australians, I don't think we can make that leap. Is it because you reckon we're only two, like, a bit over 200 years old? I reckon that's what it is. The well, it could is- be
2: because, because we, we don't have... A lot of stories, yeah, you know that are local.
0: Ah, but see, that's the thing. I reckon we do. Are you I think dealt we're back? Just so in-
1: used to American television, American films. That's what. That's it, what it, we're used local, to. Local, local creator so and a good mate yeah. of Geek
0: Speak, Steve Wilson. He's yeah. actually wanting to start working on a um, a comic series based on, on the Gatton Murders, but yeah. he wants to put a supernatural bent. Why aren't more Australian creators maybe kind of taking a, a bit of a, yeah. you know, a, a bit of a nod from Steve Wilson there and go, okay, there's some. Co- there's so many awesome. Murder mysteries and stuff that happened in Australia back in the colonial days. Why not take that stuff? We've got our own, um, you know, we've got the, the the Yowie over here and all that, and and, and the Kadaichi Man. I was and all just about to say things. that. Why don't the we magnificent
1: take Magnificent meal movement? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we take those things and put a bit of a supernatural bent? Imagine doing a fucking awesome Aussie comic based on um, like the Kadaichi Man. Yeah. You know, and people the Min Min Light. Another perfect thing. What's the Min Min Light? You could have any. Possibility, it could be aliens, it could be secret government testing out in the outback and all that kind of... You know, they, they're begging to have great secret stories. story of the drop bear. The drop bear, that's like, fantastic. I, 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 could,
2: I, could, I could see you actually making a really good quality comic, very, you know, outstanding story, Yeah. but at the end of the day... It might sell overseas, but I don't know whether Australian
0: audiences will embrace it. Well, I'm going to let in a little secret. I'm hoping one of the uh, Aussie comic creators that uh, that we talk to, like, there's a number of them that we're, we we talk to and we promote and everything else, maybe one of these guys will run with it. Because you know who's massive in fucking in Ireland? And they all... Ke- oh, Australia. You know, and they'd all mention it. Ned Kelly. Mm. They fucking love Ned Kelly over there. Yeah. Right? And I'm kind of like, why hasn't anyone really done some cool... Um, tales, of, and I'm not saying just on Ned Kelly, but about Bush rangers. like that's the fucking what an Captain awesome, Starlight, Captain Starlight, fucking all these kind of guys. They must uh, love you, who's
2: serious over there? Captain. I was just about, I was just about to say we need to do a Reckless, Reckless Kelly, Kelly too.
0: But do you know what I mean? Like yeah. these kind of these kind of characters that were in Australian, in Australian um, history. To, you, bump it up a little. Burke and Wills and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, you so many cool explorers here. Sturt. But mm. like you could turn these in and have them like come across supernatural things. With well, explorers, you can take an almost indie. Indiana Jones type thing, can't you? Seriously. Why not with the Bush Rangers? Why don't you have, like, you know? Um, it's, a, it's a thing that's that's kind of just sort of
2: localised to Australia. Well,
0: I don't know about that's you guys, but I remember of... when we were in very early primary school, we studied bush Yeah, yeah we and, did. I, and that's where I got my fascination. I talked to my nieces and nephews, and I'm like, do you know what a bush rain, What's a what, Uncle Todd? You know, like they have no... It's, it's like not, you're making shit up. It's yeah. not really taught today. They don't understand no. the history of, of of Captain Starlight and Ned Kelly and all these kind of guys, you know. And, and you look at it and go, that's fantastic Australian history that could be so... It's just waiting to be mined and, and, and cool stories to be pulled out. So there you go. Aussie crea- comic creators... That might be a bit of a market for you and if you do something on Ned Kelly, flip it over there to northern to Northern and Southern Ireland. Was that a and, uh, wink wink nudge nudge? Wink wink nudge nudge saying no more, Governor. Well, since I've been out of the country and I haven't been following it as much, I'm going to throw it over to Loey to talk about some of the news, especially stuff that came out of Sunday Eagle.
1: A lot came out. Uh, Steve and I did a podcast. Uh, we recorded on the Saturday night, and it was the following day that yep. all the big stuff sort of really came out of The whole H stuff, yeah. All the whole H stuff, your, your Warner Brothers panel, your Marvel panel. Yep. Um, I mean, the biggest one for me personally was the reveal of Wonder Woman. And Her
0: costume,
2: yeah.
1: Also what did you think about that? That's,
0: yeah. I, really, I did see that overseas, and we were sitting at breakfast one morning, and I passed around, and, and the reaction from the other guys at the table, two of whom are uh, comic and movie fans, the other guys not so much, um, and everyone was kind of like, mm, not bulky enough, not not Amazonian enough. Her, so,
2: her, her, her physical physique. in The costume,
0: yeah. Yeah, but what about the,
1: the costume? The costume itself, very dark. See, it's exactly what I expected it did to you, be. Because you it's thought, exactly well, he's darkening I, everything up for well, this. Well, not even... I mean, you've got to remember, the photo it's photoshopped very heavily yeah. and they've put like tinges over it and stuff but these people she was never going to be wearing the fucking American flag
0: yeah it was yeah. never
1: going to happen she hasn't worn that costume in the comics for how long
0: <laughs> it's quite a while That's quite it, a people while.
1: are saying there's been so many comparisons about oh it's just like Xena it's just like Xena it's like do you guys even fucking know who Wonder Woman is like she is a warrior <laughs> Like she, that's right. I Although Brennan, like, it does you, look very
0: much like Zing. But what
2: were you
1: expecting?
0: <laughs> I tell you what, I'm, I'm holding off. I think I'll wait until I see a full on trailer, and then I'll make a bit of a judgment call. Then I did see the clip uh, from Hall H that they showed. So that we, they showed. We've all, we've all seen, we've that, all that, seen yeah. that. Got around the uh, Batman where he flicks on the lamp. Yes. And, yes. Do you know what? It just it might have been the quality of the video because the one I saw wasn't great. Well,
1: it's, it's never going to be released. No, They've said that. Since that's then. that's it's right. Not so coming out officially. Just
0: the the clip I was watching because he's got the armored helmet and everything else yeah. on. Do You know what it reminded me of? Even the way that just the lines on the face and everything else—it looked like the animated Batman with the glowing with the eyes <laughs> and everything. It kind else. of
1: looked like the animated series Batman when he puts the bike helmet. That's on. That's what I was about yeah, to yeah, say. That's what
0: I mean, <laughs> with, the, with the eyes and
2: everything else. Yeah, um, it's very—it's—it's it's, it's very much Frank Miller. Very cool. Oh, very, I love Dark Dark the, you got the
1: turns. fat bat
0: symbol on the on the, the lamp Rip
1: directly from it. I mean,
0: on the bat signal. Yeah, Look. I liked Stop it. Stop calling it the fucking lamp, will you? <laughs> I'm sorry. The, okay, the bat signal. Um, I, yeah. Cool, but I'm I'm getting to a stage with all this stuff with Batman Superman. It's two years away. It's another year and a bit away, isn't it?
1: Yeah. And, I've,
0: and now... They've moved it to they've, March. They've moved, yeah. Which
1: only happened in the last 24 hours, yeah. It's which, moved up which, again another month and a half. It,
2: yeah. it's, it's my understanding that, the de- that, that it was going to come out... 2015. It was meant to come out 2015. 2015, yeah. But, they but then they it. went, whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on, no, no, no. We'll put it back an entire 12 months.
1: Which says right? to me they're not then, rushing it, which is a good thing.
2: Yeah, but then didn't Marvel then come out and say well, fuck you, yeah. we're going to bring Captain, Captain America, America out on the same day. Well,
1: no, what the story was, was Captain Marvel's, America there already? Marvel had that date slated,
2: okay. but, they didn't, but say
1: what it, they didn't say what it was okay. for. Okay. And there was a thing came out this morning, one of the heavyweights at Warner Brothers' picture said the reason why they took that date, yep. they knew Marvel had it, but they didn't believe that they were going to have a film ready. Okay. So they jumped on that date on the off chance that Marvel didn't release on that date, mm-hmm. so that something would come out then. Yep. The reason why they've moved it up to March is because the, the excuse that they gave was <clears throat> this year in the summer, you had pretty much week, week for week, yep. a big movie came out. And yep. he said all the things that those movies have in common is they didn't make over $250 million. Okay. So they're wanting to get in 1st they yep. That'll be the big first superhero movie of that year, of that season. Mm-hmm. And it's six weeks or something, six, seven weeks before Captain America hits. So that's six weeks of the market. Yes. Clever have. move. Yeah. Very clever move. I mean, I,
0: I, and, and not only that, I'm just happy to have it a little bit earlier. <laughs>
1: oh, <laughs> yeah. The, the, the least, less time I have to wait for this film, the better. I, I'm of the impression where when they were both coming out on that day, you knew one of them was going to move. It yeah. was it yeah. was bad business yeah. for them both to go, but it was kind of
0: They were playing great. chicken with one it another. It was kind of
1: great as a fan. If you think about it, imagine on the same day getting to go and see whichever one's your preference, going to see that then walking out of it and going, I'll have a ticket for this, please, and they're going into... I mean, it'd be cool, but at the same time, it,
0: it, they're going no, to take, take away I would from have each other's No, I would have seen Batman versus Superman before <laughs> Captain
2: America Oh, 3. so have I. But, but it's it's interesting that uh, the, uh, DC has, or Warner Brothers have now sort of put a plan out showing the when nine, the movies are all going to come out. They've announced nine films, haven't mm. they? but they're they're now, the, 9 films have not they 9 films. And yes. they're now not calling Superman versus... Batman versus Superman, they're not calling it Superman 2. No. It's because sh- Superman 2 is now coming
0: out later, later, later again. On. Yeah, exactly. You'll have a justice. And then Batman's see, coming out later again itself. You'll see a spin-out film for Wonder Woman. As you'll see. F- yeah, a, did you, just a little interesting thing, and, th- and this will get me back to my point, about I'm getting a little bit worn out yeah, on all the, I the bits and pieces about news. Um, the thing came out from uh, one of the Detroit uh, news uh, uh, channels, yeah. did the thing yeah, yeah. about... Um, stuff because they're filming on in location, Detroit. yeah, in mm-hmm. the street. And they were saying in it that uh, Batman's still an urban myth. He's been around for years, but mm-hmm. he's he's worked in the shadows. In the Bat Cave, there's meant to be the uh, tattered uniform of Robin in mm-hmm. in a, in a mm-hmm. showcase. Okay, yeah. Yep. Wonder Woman is also. Has flown under the radar for She's been around for years. Mm-hmm. She's established as well. Mm-hmm. But she's been doing something a bit different to Batman, as in I'm assuming she's in war zones and stuff like that, okay. from, from from what they hinted. So they, they've been putting all this kind of stuff out. Then someone, didn't they have a crack at Aquaman on a radio show? On a radio yeah, on station. a radio station. Just the that other happened,
1: day. No, this happened like last, well, morning over there last night, our time. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and Zack Snyder rung he in actually called in. Because he's there filming. <laughs> to, like, to he, yeah. The, you yeah. Know, he's there directing in Detroit at the I moment. I love
1: that he said that all these things, you know, people don't realise he can do this and this is why he's strong and his, his um, what's it called, the trident can cut yeah. Superman's flesh, blah, 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 and then ended it with, I'm not saying he's in my film or anything, but <laughs> I'm just, yeah. I, I love that. But I mean, look, yes, this film is, it's a bit less than two years away now. I I understand that it's a long time to wait, mm. but... I've heard a lot of people who, you know, Marvel fans and stuff, saying, oh, I'm getting sick of this already. It's two years away. It's like, yeah, okay, that's fine. You've been getting shit for the last seven years. Six years, sorry. Straight.
0: No, oh, well, yeah, is, up to two the, movies a year this from is Marvel This is the fans, first so.
1: time as a DC fan they're building a universe. Now, I'm not saying for the next two years every week I want a photo or I want a clip or yeah. whatever. Every couple of months, if they want to throw something out there, it, let them do I'm, it because I'm calling it's getting me excited. San
0: Diego Comic Con next year. Oh, shit. It's going to be, be a decent all trailer. about Batman Superman. You watch. It'll be the big thing. It, and it, it's, uh, that's where we'll see a proper trailer. We won't see anything beforehand. You'll see... There's another photo escaped the other day of uh, Bruce, uh, uh, ben see, of Bruce Wayne. See, I'm not
1: looking at the, the leaked kind of photos. I'm not interested in that stuff. You're looking at I'm only the, looking
0: at the official stuff. The official stuff, yeah. I, I must admit, the photo I did see, He's they've graded him up. So he is playing Bruce Wayne as an older oh, yeah. kind of guy. So, um, yeah. Interesting days, but I'm, I'm at the stage where I'm a little bit like, okay, I've heard enough, I've seen enough, I'll wait for a trailer. And
1: see, I, honestly, after San Diego has passed this last two weeks or so, yep. I don't think we're going to see here anything for quite a while. Yep. It, it, not including, your, like I said, your guerrilla-filmed, you know, on set location footage, which I'm not interested in. Yeah. But in terms of official stuff, I don't think we're going to see anything no. for quite some you time. You might see
0: something uh, New York Comic Con uh, down the track, something like maybe WonderCon. You might see the odd, odd little bit. I don't know, but we'll wait and see. Speaking of San Diego, I want to get back to it. Some other big announcements coming out of San Diego. Mm-hmm. Um, the Marvel panels, obviously, where they announced that um, you know the uh, Thor's going to be a chick now. Well, well, uh, well,
1: that came out. That was all came. <laughs> that came out before Comic Con, but the thing that amazed me really is there weren't that many big announcements from either of them at Comic-Con.
2: Um, they just brought everyone out on stage. Yeah, I
1: mean, they, they said that Guardians of the Galaxy is getting a sequel and they announced the date and they showed yep. some artwork for Ant-Man and everything. It wasn't really... From Warner Brothers as well, everyone was expecting that um, Dwayne Johnson announcement never happened.
0: Didn't happen, no. Didn't you know, happen at all.
1: It, there wasn't really any announcements for things. I, I honestly thought we'd get an Avengers trailer because that's less than a year away and there's been no trailer for that they they got shown some footage in hall h but there's still no trailer for it
0: yeah yeah but even uh, uh, on the comic side of things we've had you know there wasn't a, a shit ton of announcements i'd say but well, that's there was, the thing there was with enough
1: Comic-Con. it's all about films and well, it, television co- comics now. get pushed to it's the not about
0: comics comics get pushed to the background a little bit but uh, you know marvel did create some headlines with their whole thing about uh, well, Iron Man's moving to San Francisco. Uh, new suit of armour, written by Tom Taylor as writer. Um, you've also got uh, the Falcons uh, stepping in as Captain America. Yep. yep. Okay, so these are big changes, and it's also, they're saying it's pushing diversity. I think, um, I think I'd think i like to see them create new characters if they want diverse characters. Stop playing with the established characters. Although I'm, I'm like, sick of race bending and gender bending when it comes to established characters. Or, that annoys me a little bit.
2: Although what I do like is the fact that they haven't taken their character and then all of a sudden change it, they have sort of Steve Rogers uh, stepping is, as, is, is ste- stepping aside because yeah, the super, yeah. soldier, uh, uh, super soldier serum is ageing
0: him uh, more progressively. Yep. Um, I, look, I get that, but, Thor, I'm also, but I'm looking at it kind of going, okay, well, you know, uh, some of these other ones, you know, like female Thor and all like that. Did you see the hate online for that? It's, I mean, it's I don't get it. I, I'm kind of like, like, I don't 50. get the hate. 50s, and, and yet you know? what
2: I've read about it is that Thor now doesn't have the power He's not worthy. He's
0: been deemed not worthy. Yeah. So there's and, another Asgardian who can come along. She can now wheel. Miu yeah. Miu or whatever you want meow, to call <laughs> it. Meow meow. Miu um, So it's good, I, it's good that they haven't just put, who, put Thor into yeah, a you know box, flicked the switch, Thor, and Thor's he's come not, out. Thor's, Thor's going to
1: die. We're going to bring somebody else in. Like, you know, no, Bruce that, Wayne yeah, or, yeah, or Superman Man back kind of in the day. It's good that he's still. Tell
0: you what, a bit of interesting news that I did see is the redesign for Batgirl. I fucking love it. That really new modern design yeah. for that. You two are doubting? Ah, uh, I like it. New creative I mean. team. I saw. I actually uh, watched an interview on DC All Access with the creative team the other day, and um, I'm gina up. I'm going to check it out when it comes out. I think it looks. See, right. I,
1: I did. I haven't read Batgirl for a while. I picked it up at the start of the new Fifty Two. But one of the things that jumped out to me when they first announced the new Fifty Two and showed all those, you know, front covers for all yep. the issue ones. Batgirl looked awesome and it was like you know what that's Batgirl I don't dislike this new costume Yep, it just doesn't look like it would fit in that kind of comic world it looks more like it would fit in a an animated series or like a teen yep. teen super or a Birds oh, of Prey cartoon although
2: or although it, it feels like it is more cosplay friendly oh, I was, was going to say, say did yeah. you, did you scene. Scene. So I have the seen a couple dream. Dream. Yeah, I've, did, I've did seen a couple see
0: already with the creators where they said um, Doc Martin sold out of the yellow boots within 24 <laughs> within 24 no, hours cool. of the announcement of the thing people were within hours people yep. were saying I'm starting to make money back Girl cool costume ready yep. for, for cosplay. Yep. The, yeah, Doc Martin sold out of the yellow boots within uh, something like 24 hours of that announcement. Okay. Wow. Everyone, well, they reckon, and especially, they reckon it was great because girls can mm. now go, oh, it's not hard to put their costume together. No. So they reckon you'll see a big big upswing of young girls cosplaying as, as Barbara Gordon, the new look back girl. Yep. Um, apparently, there were already a couple at San Diego. So sure. um, that's pretty cool they got them out that quick.
1: Did you see they uh, debuted uh, Batman Assault on
0: Arkham? Yes. They now, did. Um, now they've also announced a couple of other animated uh, yeah, films. Yeah,
1: uh, one of them is Batman versus Robin, which I think is going to be like a carry on from uh, Son of Batman. Yep. So I, 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 I don't know. And uh, the other thing I heard is that's probably going to be set when Dick is Batman.
0: Oh, Okay. In cool, that cool. time period, yep.
1: I, I, don't know. I'm. Oh, We've also got uh,
0: there's an Aquaman animated movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, coming out. Um, so there's some good stuff to look forward to. But like you say, um, the comic, the comic news got shuffled. Side a little it bit almost, because it was of,
2: almost like oh, okay, we know we're not going to be able to compete with the news of the movies, so we'll throw some information well, out like a, a week last or so before. I know
0: it happened last year. Um, some of the companies held off till uh, to New York or WonderCon to actually yeah. release a lot of the comic news because mm. they said it gets lost in the shuffle at um, well at, at um, San Diego. A little interesting side point. I think I reposted on my own personal Facebook page. Eric Stevenson from um, Image. Had a bit of a thing when all the the news was coming out about you know Marvel's um, playing around with their their their, their mm-hmm. stories. You mm-hmm. like I said with with yep. Thor and, and Captain America, and Eric Stevenson kind of lobbed a hand grenade out there and said, "I'd like to see both big companies stop rehashing." Stories and and, that, and be original like and he was plugging his own company he's plugging Image but I tell you what <laughs> he's dead right because um it is he said he's just rehashing old stuff and elsewhere stories and all this kind of stuff he's like come up and be do original stuff and when you look at what Image has just announced a lot of their books their series everything else you go he's fucking right there's some awesome stuff there that you know when you take the the shackles off a lot of creators and yeah, go go yeah. N- how long has it been since we've seen a book as good as Kingdom Come yeah. from DC, or even Red, Superman Red Sun? Like when Mark Miller was kind of allowed to go nuts and go, "I'm going to make Superman Russian." Mm-hmm. You know, those kind of story arcs. Yeah, yeah. Those creators don't have you know. It's everything's micromanaged today, and, and I think that's why we're getting mediocre comics from both companies, DC and Marvel, because those guys, it's it's you know, what, what do you say? Are, Warner Brothers owns one, Disney
2: owns the other. Are, are they are they are they playing? Let's try to cater for the entire market much like how movies are done now so that everyone can go and watch it. But the problem is because it's tried- spread so thin, <laughs> because it's spread so thin, no direct market I <laughs> iconizes with it so much. You know Jim, what I mean?
0: I was going to say, have you tried picking up an X-Men comic lately or an Avengers comic or something like that? Even JLA. Yeah. You you got no like, no one can just pick up a, an issue off shelf and just jump into the series nowadays. It's so convoluted yeah. and yeah. You know, this is what the like I know with the DC relaunch. That's what it was meant to get rid of. And was the, it, it wasn't meant to be as convoluted. Yeah. Mm. Marvel a lot of the Marvel series. Oh, we're going to reboot this here and that and the other thing. The Ultimate series back when it first started was a breath of fresh air. Yep. It got convoluted. It yeah.
1: was okay for the first couple of months, but then I mean DC and it's part of the reason why I dropped getting all the monthlies. There's so many crosso- crossovers. Up, every you've got year. two more like back titles. I, don't, uh, I don't Ar- care. Uh, was It
0: Arkham Manor, where well, that's coming out. Yeah, yeah. Where Bruce Wayne opens up uh, uh, Wayne Manor to, to house the Arkham inmates after something happens to Arkham. Then you have got Gotham Academy, but Becky Clooney, which I must admit, I'm going to pick that up. It looks that quite good. That does look good, yeah. But it's not. It's it's like I thought. I was hoping they'd do what Kevin, Kevin Smith did, but it's not. It's yeah. it's kids there today going through like Gotham Academy, and, and it's yeah, uh, you know, it's yeah, it's it's not it's, young Bruce it's, Wayne. It's or, like they've
2: taken. Taken the idea and just fucked it, you know. Yeah, it's
0: funny. Talking <laughs> Tell us about, how
1: you really feel about yeah. Kevin Smith. Honestly, I mean, yeah, I say I haven't read monthly comics for a little while because I, it's because I wasn't enjoying them. Yep. The monthly comic that I've been enjoying the most, more than anything of late, is Batman sixty six meets the Green Hornet. Him and Ralph Garman. And doing it's because that you've got fans who have yep. pretty much given the artistic license. I mean, I know they had to rein some things in, but. They're writing what they want to write, yep. what fans want to read, and they're being allowed to do it pretty much however that's, they that's see fit. That's how it. it should be. That's yes. uh,
2: Like mm. I said, instead of being spread thin to cater to everyone, just tell a good
0: story. Good, yep, uh, I, and I think that's the problem. Uh, we can talk about that in another podcast in more depth, I reckon, but I did want to mention, speaking of Kevin Smith, mm-hmm. San Diego Comic-Con, Tusk, the, the trailer, trailer. Hit. Oh. Holy oh. fuck.
2: That, that, tra- that trailer looks...
1: Let me put it this way. But in a good way. <laughs> if it wasn't a Kevin Smith movie, I wouldn't be going to see it. It's not the sort of movie I would generally go and see. No, I'm, because I'm it, looks, it looks... Fan. I'm not a horror fan. But that... Fuck. And because I followed it from from the yes, you know, conception... From the, yeah. All the way through Yep I have to go and see it Yes now.
0: When that came out I think I was sitting in a bar Either in Belfast or in Dublin right And I'm sick oh, I sent, sent it to you haven't you I You did you sent it to me because You <laughs> you're either
2: in a bar so, Or a comic shop I to- 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 was in a bar And I- it was
0: 3 o'clock in the morning And I was in bed Yeah And I'm sexy Dude Watch this. <laughs> and it's come through and I've gone, what the fuck is Lunchbox doing awake at this hour? <laughs> right? And I'm sitting there having a, enjoying a lovely pint, or five, and um, I've watched it and I'm, my jaw has hit the fucking table. And I'm pretty sure anyone sitting around me, any of the Irish people sitting around me, would have heard, what the fuck is that? No, I'm pretty sure he went, fuck me dead. Dead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It honestly, it I I it, watched it. I had it to watch looks it again. Straight, up. I, so I, I watched, watched it, watched it again. twice, yeah, yeah. and I just went, "I'm going to go see that because that does look fucking interesting."
1: I just love the whole like, "I don't want to die in
2: Canada." Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: did, did you did you hear in one of the latest
2: podcasts? He actually, uh, the company that put the trailer together, <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. he saw it and he said, "Look, can you just do me one favour? Can you put that one line?" He didn't care the-
1: where. No, no, no. He just wanted I that just line want that one there. line in yeah. it. Yeah. They put it at the very yeah. end over the card.
2: And apparently, hashtag I don't want to
0: die in Canada started trending straight away.
2: Much on Twitter. Awesome. Yeah. Um,
0: speaking of Kevin Smith, you know how he always raves about um, when he's in Canada. He loves Tim Hortons. Mm, mm. Guess what oh, I found. Don't in, blame him. Guess what I found in Ireland. They have in a lot of service stations. They have a little mini Tim Hortons set up in your service oh, stations oh or your Spar IGAs. Yeah. So they have the Tim's bits and all that kind of stuff, and it's essentially donuts and coffee. Um, but, yeah, I was just like, the Irish have embraced Tim, <laughs> Tim Jeez, Hortons. We
1: cannot let my wife hear that because she has said since we came back from Canada, if we win the lotto, she wants to buy the Australian rights for Tim, <laughs> Tim Hortons, Hortons and bring it over here. Well,
0: yeah, they were in a lot of your spa, little mini spa supermarkets and service stations in, uh, throughout oh, Ireland. Fuck, that's so awesome. Kind of like <laughs> they, they, Krispy Kremes have
2: done I'm, I'm I've, got to, yeah. I've got to throw
0: this in because speaking of, of Canada and, and all things Canadian and Kevin Smith and all that, ice hockey. I was in Belfast, okay, and we're in the Titanic Quarter. And here's this new—that was part of the Millennium. Uh, they have Millennium the projects Titanic all over quarter? the quarter. No, no, no. They, they were building a stadium, okay, uh, and, and like a fun, like a, a history museum, all this kind of stuff there, right? And they said there's an ice hockey rink in there that we built, and they were very proud of it. And then they they opened it. They built it. They opened it, and they realised no one here no, plays that. No, no one. one plays it. So they had to <laughs> import a bunch of Canadian and Russian players in for the first two or three seasons who then trained up Irish players. Okay. So uh, Belfast have got their own um, ice hockey team now and all that kind of thing. Who do they play though? They've they've only got one one team. I'm I'm assuming they play in in, in some of the European things. They play the Jets. No, the hawks. <laughs> they probably play, <laughs> dirty they, hawks. They, I don't know. They probably play over in like Greenland or somewhere, or Iceland or Norway or somewhere was, like that. I, well, uh, yeah, I suppose clo- you, could, you could fly. Them. You could fly. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're close. But apparently, you know Iceland loved,
1: can play hockey. Hey? Mighty Ducks two taught us that. Mm. I, I had to
0: laugh that the fact that the Irish built the thing, <laughs> then realised that they had no Irish players. It's just so so Irish, Irish, really. I, I, <laughs> very Irish. <laughs> you you talked about the Titanic quarter.
2: I love that they've got the, the they've got that catchphrase that the Titanic. It was it was fine when we when it
0: left here. Yeah, that they, they do. They <laughs> so say the, that everywhere you go, no matter what tour you're on, if, it, if the Titanic comes up, they all say the same thing. They, like, everyone likes to blame the Irish for the Titanic. It had an English captain and a Scots, Scottish navigator. It was fucking fine when it left here. And a, Norwe- and an, and and a, a Norwegian Nor- iceberg. iceberg. <laughs> it was fucking fine when we left it. Um,
2: <laughs> it was floating fine like out that. of, of know,
0: the One of the coolest things I did see on the, when we were doing the Titanic quarter, here's this big old shed, okay? And they went, oh, that shed over there it was the paint shop. Bits of the Titanic were sent in there to be painted, offered to go down the river to be assembled. Okay. And they said a few few years ago, that got sold Mm -hmm. to Mr. Tom Hanks, who turned it into a production studio. And you're like, holy hell. And then they go, that is also where we film... Game of Thrones and have a look over there you'll see the Game of Thrones vehicles and here's all the logos on the vehicles of Game of Thrones they were filming as we were in, oh in wow. Belfast so in this big old uh, shed massive big shed yep. uh, which I took photos of, I'll have to show you guys um, Tom Hanks bought it turned it into a production facility so there wow. is a, a Belfast has got its own like studio and that's where they're filming Game He's of Thrones I going to
2: later on just photos of like a giant shed yeah <laughs> <laughs> can't wait yeah <laughs>
0: I just found that fascinating. So yeah. there you go. Like I mean, we know London's got Pinewood Studios and all that mm, kind of stuff. Mm. Oh, Belfast has got a production studio thanks to Mr. Tom Hanks. So there you go.
2: I uh, just want to get back to San Diego Comic Con. Yes, I'm. <laughs> um, after first a little bit. Let's just let's just do the the full circle.
0: <laughs> Anna Corrin. I just
2: want to uh, go back to a little thing that was said on this podcast. Yes. A little while. By whom?
0: Was it me? Am I in trouble? No, no. It was said by me. Okay.
2: And I I just, I just want to say there's been a. F- a handful of things that when we say it, it comes true. Uh, what, what happened Ooh, I've you? missed one. Now, someone said to me, you are out of your fucking mind.
0: I say that every week to him, right. but anyway.
2: I predicted that there would be a Superman Batman teaser at San Diego Comic-Con, and someone said, you're out of your fucking mind. No, they have not, no, they yeah. have not gotten that far into filming for there to be Did enough I say that
0: footage.
1: You? And you know what? I was with you on that. I always thought that myself, yeah. because, and this is something we'll obviously talk about later in the show, last year, they'd only been filming Guardians of the Galaxy for a matter of the weeks. He had a full sizzle reel, ready to go. And yeah. it's like, they've been filming Batman v Superman for months now. Yeah. Of course they were going to fucking well,
0: show Well, DJ, I apologize for saying no, no, you're ready no, I'm just, I'm
2: just saying, I'm just saying Let's once again, <laughs> once again, things that we say on this podcast tend to come true.
0: Yeah.
1: I remember listening to that episode and just going, "Of course they're going to fucking show footage." <laughs> you know I what? was, I was not
0: surprised. We're going to leave San Diego. We're going to jump somewhere else. We're going to jump to movie review time. So, okay, first thing I did when I got back, Ginge, you and I had to head along and watch Guardians of the Galaxy. How did the lovely last feel about she that? She come with me. Oh, was so It was along. the first thing yeah. you did. No, well, it wasn't the first thing, but it was one of the... The, fir- thing the first thing he did when he hopped ten? off the
2: plane was he removed his underpants and <laughs> took out
0: some stuff that he was trying to get through customs. <laughs> um... Those Scottish uh, uh, comics of yours. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> just a little side note, I got to meet Mark Trevorrow, Australian comedian Mark Trevorrow in yeah. Paris, coming through fucking customs. One of the other boys goes, that's Mark Trevorrow. I'm like, oh, go fuck yourself. It is not. Turns out it fucking was. Yeah. And I got to have a photo with him. Great bloke, by the way. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Anyway, just sideline. Guardians of the Galaxy, oh my fucking God. Now, I know we cop flack. Everyone goes, oh, Todd's going to find something wrong with the movie. Every time we go and watch a movie, I always go, oh, I loved it. But... Guess what? This will be the first film this year where I'll turn around and go, I love this film. Flat out. That's it. Just it. You I know, love this fucking film. Can I just say... Yes. What the fuck... Mm-hmm. ...with people
2: saying that this movie is shit based solely on the fact... It uses seventies and eighties music. Are I know.
1: What the fuck? You're... That's the best. One of the best parts. And
0: but I'm going to buy the soundtrack because it just sounds fucking yeah, awesome. We sold out at work. The, on,
2: the only thing I can think that comes from is people that were born. After 2000 Who have never heard decent fucking music <laughs> before Like Hooked on a Feeling by Blue Sway Yeah Because they
1: missed the dancing baby phenomenon in the <laughs> That's <late> right <laughs>
2: That's right So all these <laughs> kids All yep. these kids that have never heard decent fucking music in their life Are going what the fuck is this sound
1: But it's not like they've just randomly picked a soundtrack It fits with the story yes, There's perfect. relevance yes. for it's, it It's
0: absolutely perfect But uh, we are going to talk about a few things So Spoiler alert folks you've been warned we're talking about guardians of the galaxy straight away as soon as it starts um, I just sit there going, oh, this is pretty cool because we watched it in, in fucking 3D. Now, so now, did I, and I. I hate never, 3D. So do I. <laughs> right? I yeah. fucking hate 3D. It was the only and session we could go well, to. The,
2: for the advanced screenings, they were only doing 3D. That's right. So we, and we weren't in the, the middle of the cinema. No, we I was, was really fucking worried because we were right on the, the side wall. We are on
0: the wing kind of thing, right? Anyway, we're sitting over there. It starts and I'm straight away, within the first five minutes, I'm sitting, sitting into going,
1: a lizard microphone.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting there going, Fuck, this 3D is actually kind of good. It's, oh, yeah. it's By been the done end well. of it, I've walked out going, that is the best 3D film I have fucking there seen. There was a
1: part I actually flinched. I can't remember where it was, but something exploded. I did too, something. but Wade touched I me on flinched. the leg. <laughs> and I've never, ever had that experience in a 3D film. You apart should come from, and have
0: a film with me, Louie. You know, apart
1: <laughs> from things where, like, you know, back in Movie World in the day where things are meant to they're like, yeah, coming yep, at yep. you, I actually flinched because it felt like something was coming at me. It's so, like...
0: C- cool things that happen and uh, as as it goes you know uh, Peter Cool gets uh, taken up and, and, and you know as a kid after he, his mum dies and, and everything else sad Said you know, you've already been warned if you didn't listen to the spoiler alert it's, it's like the start life. of Up
1: it is like it, yeah. it, it, it kicks you in the guts right at the straight start up
0: of the film boom. you're like oh that's a bit fucking sad because you're expecting a comedy then you see to him he's an adult
2: and I was waiting for uh, and, and that whole scene of his, his him as an adult yeah. felt like it should have had the Paramount logo right before it <laughs> bec- and the Indiana Jones
0: theme oh, starting subtly underneath so, that's it.
1: That's so deliberate. Yes. And when he's dancing, but it was so he's on his way to rob, like so essentially great. rob
0: this fucking tomb thing and yeah. he's dancing because he's got his earphones in and bopping yeah. yep. along. Using a
1: lizard as, as a, a microphone singing <laughs> <as a microphone, laughs> to the song. Uh, that started, you know, look, it's no secret how I feel about sci fi. I'm yeah. not a sci fi guy. That, I'm not either, and look, I, that started, and I was just like, "This, I'm in this movie." Has got I, me. I, I, and, uh, it uh, was the
0: mood and, and tone yeah. of it. Yeah, I'm going to repeat what someone else has said uh, the other day after watching this movie, and I, I agree with them. This is the Star Wars for a modern generation. And in, this is at the time yeah. when
1: they're making a Star Wars That's for a right. modern generation. This,
0: this is the Star Wars to get people... Because you remember the original Star Wars? It had a good mix of, uh, of action, drama, and, and comedy. Mm-hmm. There was, yeah, there was Hint funny comedy. Moments. Hint of comedy. There were moments, light-hearted moments. I yep. so not comedy. Light-hearted moments. This had action, drama... Comedy and comedy, the wazoo. Uh, like laughing out loud, comedy. Yeah, but it all blended together so well. It wasn't that you sat there and went, "Oh, it was a funny movie, but the action was shit," or it was a great action movie, but they try to force feed too many jokes. No. It. it was the perfect mix. It was well written, yeah. well delivered by the actors. The cast for that movie, like Chris Pratt as as, as, as Star Lord, mm. fucking well played. I'm telling you now, Michael Rooker is, as 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 I can't think of the character's name, but uh, Michael uh, Rooker, Yondu. Yondu, fantastic, fucking. And Vin Diesel, a clap for Vin Diesel for Iron <laughs> Group. I mean,
1: look, I get nervous every time a, a wrestler is cast in something. Yeah. Holy fuck. He, Batista yeah. was awesome. awesome. Yeah, His he, comic timing it's fantastic. is wicked. Yeah, But, yeah, yeah, you talk about Chris Pratt. I think, I can't think of something that will come out this year, I don't know, maybe the Inbetweeners 2, where there's going to be a line that I laughed at so much where... You know, she walks away. And it's like you know, and your ship's filthy. Yeah. And he turns around, and doesn't <laughs> miss a beat, and says, "She's not. Real. She doesn't even. What did she say? Oh, she's got no idea. If I had a black white, no, I lost my shit. I lost my shit. for about fifteen minutes. Yeah. I was sitting there watching it, and I just kept giggling. <laughs> I kept coming back to that line, and I just, it was fucking hilarious. That alone is worth the price of admission. It is. It is. And that's but, not including half the shit Rocket says.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But even um, even the little quips by guys like John C. Riley. Yeah, in yeah. A, you know, because yeah. the Nova Corps. How cool was that to see the Nova? You know, mm. like it's Marvel's version of, of the Green Lantern Corps, essentially in a Galactic Space Corps. Um, Done I'd, better too. Little um, fuck. I'm sure it was Mojo in the jail. Now, there was a woman, like a yellow-skinned alien sitting there with the big funny things coming off her hair, and she had the, the cords plugged into her head down And it looked her. almost she like she camcorder. was communicating with someone. Yeah, and I'm sitting there going, that's got to be Mojo, and I've talked to a couple of guys who are X-Men fans, they're like, yeah, we thought the same thing. Like, you know, the whole intergalactic type thing. And how's this? We didn't realise until afterwards, because my lovely lass was like, Nathan Fillion makes a cameo. I so Can say that. <laughs> So the whole way through, we're waiting to see Nathan Fillion. Got to the end and went, "What the fuck was it?" And it goes, "Alien, blah blah blah." <laughs> in in, um, in the killer, I did not pick it. He was, you know, the alien that Groot puts his uh, the roots up his nose and everything else lifts him up. Mm. Yeah. He tries to that's, like take, take
1: superiority, and they put him back in place.
0: That's, that's Nathan, Nathan Fillion. Fillion. That's his cameo in the movie. Oh, okay, well played. And and apparently, uh, just for the the diehard Marvel fans. Um, Adam Warlock the Marvel character Adam Warlock is in one of the cases in the collector's room there you see so that was kind of the dog from Sputnik yeah the Russian astronaut that was funny
1: funny as hell seeing that look again not a sci-fi fan I was hooked from the beginning yep I loved it I walked out of there going you know what I don't know if I'll go see it again at the movies since I will since that you know it's nearly a week ago since I've seen it Saw it Sunday night from about ugh, midway through Tuesday. I'm just going, yeah, I really want to go see that again. I, de- <laughs> I kept thinking on it. I've just...
0: got a few, a few mates who haven't been to see it. They're all like, oh, yeah, they're a bit cranky that I saw it without them. But uh, I'm like, I have to go and watch that again. Did you go back again? Yeah, maybe. Yeah.
1: How, how good was Groot? Like the character yeah. of Groot.
2: Groot, great. It's
0: and fantastic. A, especially at the end.
2: When <laughs> the, little pop the plant pop 5. Oh, that fucking made it. You know. <laughs> and then,
1: then Drix turns around it. It, it just stops. freezes. Yeah. Fuck, they need to make a toy of
2: that. Yes, uh, we were saying they need to make the little toy that you put on the dash of your car and it f- flies
0: around. Was- uh, uh, Ryan uh, or how you pronounce his name? Agent M from Marvel, who's on Twitter and everything else. That has been trending some time. Yeah. And he has come out and said they have been um, trying to work mm-hmm. that kind of toy out for a few months. And there oh, there's must shit. be things I mean, pending. They did, or-
1: they did it, not what? Was it 10, 15 years ago where you had those... Electronic play- pot plants that you put next to music yeah. and they move to the music. It's already been done. Yeah. Just make a Groot version of that. Yep.
0: They well, will uh, sell just get like the skin and put believe, it over the top Oh of the my god! Uh, talk is that they're in development, so you never know. Hopefully, in time for Christmas, we might see well, market that would be smart marketing and, and now, maybe in time for the DVD release or something like that.
2: And but, now, spoiler alert! Completely.
0: Yeah. You're going to talk post-credits, aren't
2: post-credits? you?
0: Post-credits. Post-credits. Uh, mar- well, talk- I was going to talk about a few other oh, things. Well, no, go, go, um, no, I was going to say that um, uh, the, the whole Thanos, how cool did he look? The actual design for Thanos. Now you see him. Because remember at the end of Avengers, you didn't get a real great you, look. You saw a profile sort like, of shot. It was, oh, it was an
1: actor with makeup, prosthetic, and then computer generated. This time... It was Josh Brolin. Yep. The body was fully computer generated. The face was motion capture. So Brolin acted and did the voice. It wasn't just the voice. That's
2: right. And then they've sculpted the the, the 3D mold of his face to have resemblances it, to It looked great. Brolin. I thought
0: it, it looked fantastic. Um, and you can see where they're starting to seed all this for Avengers 2, um, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, and then, of course, Avengers 3. They reckon you'll probably well, see more Well, Avengers 3 Avengers is going to be your, your big one. It's going to be the big, you know, bring it on the home. Infinity Gauntlet uh, but I thought that was fantastic. And I, did, I, I just loved, I don't know, I just loved a lot of the stuff in, in the <laughs> film where, you know, they were struggling it was, it was the whole kind of thing that these guys aren't great guys like they're, no, not, they're, not. they're not they heroic. are a bunch of a-holes they're a bunch of assholes who got thrown together are trying to do the right thing yeah. Yeah. And, and it just I, I fucking loved it I really honestly loved it and you know you like you say spoiler alert at the end Howard the Duck people I've heard people bitching that oh, I didn't set up for another movie well, the, what was the whole point of Howard the Duck? Guardians of
1: the Galaxy was setting up pretty much for the entire Phase it's, it's, 3 of Marvel. Marvel, that's right. Yeah, the whole movie was... Is a setup. But
0: everyone was kind of like, oh, we waited to the end of the credits and all it was was Howard the Duck. And you're like... What do you mean? All that? Oh, that's all it was. That was fucking amazing. Because when you know the a bit of the history about Howard the Duck, essentially, uh, well, it was Mar- the first ever Marvel movie. Yeah, but Marvel also got fucking when he first came out. They got sent uh, a thing from Disney because Disney put the kibosh on it. They said it's mm. too close to fucking um, Donald. Donald Duck. They made him wear pants. He had to wear pants. Yep. They actually sent the Marvel art department, and Marvel had to abide by it. It was a step by step how to draw Howard the Duck so that he wouldn't look like. Um, Donald Duck My step by step come you've got to draw yeah because <laughs> yeah, now Disney owned Marvel they're yeah. allowed to use it again but it, I just thought that was such a great little thing to have at the end and I we cacked ourselves we, we thought it was fantastic People who are not necessarily comic fans will know the history of comics and, and the, the history well, between Marvel a bit and DC.
1: Too, they might not even that, know there was a Howard the Duck movie. That, yeah, they would know who they,
0: Thompson well, is. A lot of them would <laughs> sit there and go, "Who the fuck is Howard the Duck?" But a, a lot of these people, I think, have you yeah, know, they've gotten into the Marvel universe via the the, the early movies that we're, we're talking hey, about. That's me included. I'm not a Iron Marvel Man, comic reader. Fucking the original Captain America Thor 1 where at the end of it there was always something to set up for the next movie. Yes, yes. So they're getting, Directly. Yeah, they're yeah. now getting to the stage where if it's not at the end of the movie, oh fucking what was that, you know? And also Stanley's cameo quite quite good better than the Amazing Spider-Man 2 I thought, one. but anyway, trying to hit on a, it. was yeah, it was good. Yeah. It, uh I was
2: reading an article it's interest, interesting that this movie isn't so much an origin movie. It's almost for me it felt a little bit like Batman 89 where It just is.
1: Well, you see the you know, origin of how don't... the team gets together, but you don't get the backstory of every character. That's right. Really. That's right. That's I mean, what I'm saying. They'll, like they'll, the, the they'll mention it, yeah, but then it's not a it's not a story arc essentially yeah, it's, itself, not, it's yeah. not.
2: It's not the the Amazing Spider-Man rebooted again. I mean, you get it's where not...
1: Rocket came from from a line of dialogue from him. Yeah. when he was drunk. Yeah. you know, I didn't ask to be made
0: and yep. tested. Yeah, and yep.
2: that you get where he comes from. But it's good. It's good that they didn't bog down with all that shit. Okay, we have got to do this. Then we got to they do this. Then we got to do this. They didn't show Peter Quill's father. that's right.
0: I think is fantastic that setting sequel it, you know uh, they mention him they mention him but they don't yeah you know they don't show him or anything anyway look it, it felt very down. much
2: like like star wars where you just come in you, you've almost come into the movie 15 minutes after it started yeah and you've missed all that you're shit playing beforehand. catch up bang mm-hmm. you're straight into it
0: go around uh, the podcast here i'm gonna give it flat out hands down we're doing it out of five five is high one is low i'm giving it a six out of five that's how fucking good it was okay <laughs> Loie. yeah i'd probably go four and a half yeah, why? Why do you rate it down? You know, not I
1: I don't know if it's the, going to be the best movie I've seen this year, but I I just don't throw out fives as willy nilly as other people either. Oh,
2: <laughs> hey,
0: I go to six, motherfucker. Ginge four and a half. Why? I, I got to the
2: end of it and I felt a little bit lacking. As in, I expected something, some uh, some sort of uh, blockade to be put in front of the path of of the, the plot. It's almost like they went from this planet. To this planet, to this planet, to we're done.
0: You and I had the same thing over fucking... We had this argument over Monument Spin.
2: Yeah, yeah, right? yeah.
0: What are you expecting from it? Why can't I just mate. tell a good I'd, fucking...
2: I, 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 I don't know. I just...
0: It sort of felt
2: Why a little bit are you, simple. Are you,
0: are you at the stage now where you're going, it, it must be more complicated to be a good film? No, no what, not necessarily. I, going, right. I just... it. I, I
2: got to the end and I, I kind of well, felt... Well, this is two fucking times, Gene. It sounds sound that way. I know, but it just got to the end and I went... I just wanted something a little oh,
0: bit more. Oh no! Fuck yourself, Ginge. That see, was a fucking great I mean,
2: movie. Let me put it this way: I wanted to see the Jackson Pollock fucking painting. <laughs> <laughs> that if, if, they, if they had just done a scene where someone was looking around, going, "What the fuck?" That is could this? have been the post-credit sequence. There, f- five out of five. There you go. No, that could that could have been the. I mean, look to
1: put it in perspective. Look, it is. It's not a superhero movie. It's a full-on sci-fi yeah, epic. Yeah, yep, that yep, film. Yep. For me to watch a sci-fi epic and give it anything above, say, two and a half out of five, dude, four and a half's fucking good for me.
0: Fair enough. That's good. So both of you guys are giving four and a half. I'm actually going to be reasonable and go five out of five. I'm not going to overrate it. Five (laughs) out of five. So that's a pretty good rating. We guarantee you will love it. If you haven't seen Mm. it, pop along, check it out. Oh, shit, yeah. Do yourself a favor. Watch it in 3D. We're not fans of and 3D. I would no.
1: never say that.
0: But it, it was worth it. So do it. Go. It'll pay the extra money. Check it on out. Go see it twice. This thing has made its money. It's already guaranteed a sequel. That was announced at mm-hmm. San Diego. If you can,
1: see it with an audience. Yes. Don't, I mean, I don't. if you don't want to do the opening weekend crowds, okay, wait maybe a week or two. Don't go at the back end of the run where you might only be in a cinema that's quarter full. Yep. yep. Part of my enjoyment with this one was seeing it in a packed house. Yes. Everybody, Everybody laughing reaction. and, yeah, and yeah. cheering and stuff.
2: See it with an audience. It, do it. it felt almost like an event movie oh, where yeah, the audience was
0: a part of the, the story. I heard you know? Gingy, you know, whoop, a couple of times in there. So, you know, and that's always... F- sorry, f- oh, sorry, i sorry, I had... It's mm. usually when he has his pants off, but luckily he I kept had them gas. on this time. <laughs> is that what that was? Sorry. Oh, yeah, it was not his mouth. Uh, I was going to blame whoop. Brett who was with it, but <laughs> anyway, that's fantastic. Uh, one thing I do want to say, and this is a bit... No one else has talked about it lately. I, it was on... the. Uh, I was sitting there watching the uh, the morning news. I was mm-hmm. in London, and it came up on the on the morning news while I was having brekkie over there about uh, Fox m- uh, ha- made a bid for for Warner Brothers. Yes, 20th, 20th yes. Century, uh, tw- 21st century Fox yeah, made a bid. Now. I forgot about that. Warner Brothers knocked it back, but apparently Murdoch is very interested in Warner yeah, Brothers. Yeah, nothing else has been said. It just kind of drifted away. It did. It kind of flew I under heard, the radar. It, it does it kind drift of... away. <laughs> no, because I don't. I, well, I, mm, I don't want it to happen. <laughs> interesting. No, well, I'm telling you now, though. Interesting days. If it happens. You think about bit like that. You can see an just... X-Men versus DC. No, I doubt it. But uh, you I know, would, but, but... You would see... Interesting... Technically, it could happen. Technically, it could happen. <laughs> technically, you could. My thing is, though, I saw that, I went, holy shit, and he choked on me fucking um, bacon and eggs when over there. Vegas? No, that was when I got to Scotland. <laughs> no, uh, black pudding. Black, black pudding. pudding. Um, it's like a long sausage I like, thing. In it. I was like, oh, that's good. And I, I said to the other guys when uh, they joined me for breakfast, I'm like, did you hear about that? And they're like, holy shit. And didn't really hear anything else about it, so I'm mm. assuming things are behind, like you know, things are in play. Yeah. Murdoch, he, he's known for for getting his own way and 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 buying fucking what he wants. It's it's, so, in, it's interesting days ahead. It's
2: interesting. I would like to know the mechanics behind the scenes of why he wants Warner. Well, time it's Warner.
0: it's Time Warner. He wants the whole lot. It's yeah. Not just, why, you know, why, so why does he want everything. Time Warner? Yeah, I, I know. you know. Because it, it's he's
2: not buying it just so he can have DC. No, God no, 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 no. That's right. It's the entire you know. I mean, Warner the, Brothers the
0: networks. It's it's you an know. absolute conglomerate. So, you, you but know, people days. say
1: about you know just looking at the superhero films, the whole Disney slash Marvel versus Warner Brothers slash DC. This is the thing, though, like, now that Disney owns Marvel, they don't have to keep making these movies. They make other films, but because they're doing so well, Warner Brothers is still the top-earning film studio for last year. Like, Warner Brothers is still number one in terms of overall film studio. They don't need to hang their hat on any particular genre of film. They just happen to already own the rights to some of the greatest superheroes of all time. That's right. But now they're actually they just can't now they movies. It. Now, but well, hopefully, well, that's hope now, the right? hopefully that's
0: all on the change. Hopefully that's all on the change. Just before I go on the plane, I did get to see a great little documentary called Marvel Renaissance, which dealt with the whole bankruptcy period for for Marvel and how the sort true.
2: of a '90s sort of area, yeah, isn't
0: in it? late '90s. So interviews with Avi Arad and, and a bunch of um, like financial people and, and other people from the company. You know, they were talking to some of the creators who said, "Oh, you know how bad it got at the mm. time. You know, they they were not sure whether they get paid to do." book and all this kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. Great little documentary. It's actually by a French production company. So there was one or two little bits in there where there were subtitles, mm-hmm. but it's well worth it. I haven't seen it available for sale anywhere. Uh, that's just me. I, I had a quick brief look, oh, but I, I know to it's it available online, online uh, to, to download via nefarious means. But if, you, if you're interested in that kind of thing, which I am, because I've, I've bought the book mm-hmm. um, that dealt about the history of Marvel going through bankruptcy and, and the lead up to it and the post bankruptcy kind of stuff. Um, Fascinating read if you're into that kind of thing, if you love comics and business like I do. So that was a fascinating read. This is a bit of a video version of that. Cool, So man. it's called Marvel Renaissance. Check it on out. Um, yeah, quite a good little uh, little documentary.
2: That was your one good thing of the week. My one good thing of the week is yes. apparently Disney's, Disney's making a Star Wars theme park. Yes. That How was awesome it. does that look? And we're talking, are they going to be putting it...
0: In Between Las day. Vegas and and, and uh, uh, the Grand Canyon, Grand Canyon. also wouldn't
1: actually be attached to another park. No, we're well, not sure, they, they, okay. they,
0: yeah, we're not sure, but uh, when we did a tour through uh, through that part of the U.S. Yeah. a couple of years ago, two thousand nine, yep. and we were told then that, that both sides of this highway that goes uh, from um, pretty much uh, Hoover Dam uh, out to, to the, the Grand Canyon, Canyon. yeah. Because they've got plans to eventually build an international airport out near the Grand Canyon to fly okay. tourists straight in and out. So it wouldn't be via Vegas or LA. You'd actually be able to fly Japanese, Chinese, oh, tourists wow. straight in. They'd gamble in Las Vegas, see the Grand Canyon, all that kind of stuff. And Disney own both sides of the highway, these massive tracts of land. Disney own them, and, and there were plans back then to build resorts, theme parks, all that kind of stuff around there, and turn it into a bit of a holiday destination. Oh, wow. And the landscape is just flat. Perfect. Flat. For, for, you know, and you've got the big Sierra Nevada mountains. And we're
2: thinking, well, background. if it's Star Wars, there's Tatooine, all you
0: know? <laughs> Maybe. We're just spitballing ideas now, They can't build it in L.A. because uh, Anaheim... There's you, just you, no there's room. no room. So yeah. it'd either be um, you know down around Florida or somewhere like that that they'd have to build it, or if they do develop... They've got, they got to worry in, about in hurricanes Palestine. if they do that. That's right, whereas out around where this area is in Las Vegas and the Grand Canyon, yep. not too much to worry about. They, all
2: they need to worry about is Lex Luthor doing a bloody you know, property scam and <laughs> cracking desert. There
0: you go, that's your one good thing. I was just This isn't a good thing for the
1: week, but I was going to say we probably should mention before we go, uh, Geek Speak cameraman Russ.
0: Yes, congratulations. Congratulations. To uh, Russ big... and, his, and his lovely lady. They and, had a... <laughs> Who knew and talking we had Geek any?
2: Speak. <laughs> <laughs> geek Speaking his uh, new kid's name.
0: Indiana. Willow. Indiana Willow. There you go. Congratulations, Russ. And uh, there you go. Let's hope he gets us started I'm, on, uh, it's, on geek- it, all geeky it, things.
2: It's, it's interesting that he got those names across the board.
0: You didn't think he would? I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, if, I'm, me the lovely, I'm, if me and the lovely lass ever have kids, I'd be screwed. There's no way I'd be able to get Bruce Wayne <laughs> in my son's name. I don't reckon. Bruce Wayne Bailey. Yeah. Maybe yeah. if it was the probably Doctor the doctor Bailey. Oh, that no, would no, no. probably fly. What,
2: what you should do is, is change your kids' na- uh, like Daniel Ross Bailey. So it's Dr. Bailey. Dr. Bailey. No, mm. but that doesn't,
0: that's not really Doctor Whoish, there, sir. No. I'm just no. saying. I always wanted Bruce Wayne. That'd be awesome. Is <laughs>
1: like a hyphen first name or Bruce Wayne, Wayne middle ba- name? Bailey. Yeah,
0: that'd be fantastic. That I don't think work. that's going to fly. Actually, you know what? Bruce be... Bailey,
1: though, it sounds like a Marvel superhero. <laughs> it does, doesn't
0: it? <laughs> Damn it. It's got the, the Stan Lee feel yeah. about it. But uh, it, the lovely last we're listening to this right now, and I can imagine, I can just picture it now, it'll be the shake of the head and the no. <laughs> you'll get no. Yeah, you'll
2: get home from her hearing this podcast. Yeah.
0: It should it's be like not We're happen. not having kids at, at all. Um. <laughs>
1: Honestly, I think after the last week, I think Groot's going to become the number one baby name.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's Loey's prediction. It's time to leave it there. Thank you very much, Brennan Lowe, for coming on and guesting
1: tonight. No worries, it's, it's a bit weird. Like, I haven't been on this show for ages. It kind of New feels like, I've been gone for a month. <laughs> it feels like coming home, but like I'm cheating on Steve. <laughs> and don't forget to check out the Geekspeak Sidekick podcast at sidekick.podbean.com. Ginge, where can people find more of our stuff? At
2: Geekspeak AU, geekspeak gmail.com youtube.com forward slash GeekSpeakerStrike
0: See you next week to it on Pods and Pan Fantastic I've been your host Todd Bailey You've been listening to GeekSpeak Live Australia's number one pop culture podcast and web series Stay geeky